2: A man barely interesting. I just picture you sitting on the rail at a strip club eating a Lunchable. Will Darkens, hot air balloon attendant, frightened by technology. I I love you,
1: but you're saying that this little old man, this dude was a clean
2: 6'6". We have the capability to build the 33rd best radio show in Portland. On Saturdays, about sports. The Sinner and the Saint will be that show, better than they were before. Sportsier, funnier, more Labradoodles. The Seer and the St. Tailgate Show on 1080 The Fan, The Odyssey, Map, and 1080TheFan.com. Hey, hey,
3: hey, happy Saturday morning, all you beautiful Portland radio listeners. Hope you're having a wonderful start here Saturday. We'll check in with the most important man, Will Darkins.
2: Hey, hey!
1: What's happening? What is... It, bro? Now, I complimented you today. Oh, you did.
3: You did. Yes. I was
1: hoping you'd notice that and then possibly...
3: Compliment you back?
1: Yeah. Nope, did not do that. That's the only reason anybody compliments anyone. Fishing. You're fishing. I was fishing, but I fished in an interesting way. Because you did, as I stated initially, look like some type of Jamiroquai stunt double. Sure. Yeah, I appreciate that. Jamiroquai had hired you and said, look, dude, I head out in Los Angeles every day and people swamp me. I need a dude out in Portland and people talking about Jamiroquai's in Portland, not in LA, because you got the hat on. I feel like Jamiroquai is in Europe somewhere. I feel like what, doesn't... right now?
3: I'm just guessing. You would think. Yeah, isn't he uh, European? Isn't he English or
1: something? How the hell do you spell Jamiroquai?
3: Uh, I don't know. I assume you have it saved.
1: I got. It. I figured it out. In your I want to part. hear what
3: you think. Jamiroquai. Yeah, you figured it out. Even Google corrected you. <clears throat>
1: yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Uh, probably starts with the J.
1: Okay. Do good so far. A
3: M I. Yep. R. Yeah. Q. Nah. Eh, I Jamiro. Oh Quai. Yeah. Eh. Yeah. Tell us more about Jamiroquai. I know you're excited (laughs) about it. And, having now pulled up a picture of Jamiroquai, do I, in fact, look like I'm dressed as Jamiroquai?
1: The hat, not so big. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Your hat.
3: Well, the only hat I can... I remember one thing about Jamiroquai, and it was that video, which... I will say it was very cool, where the m- room keeps moving around them and doing the thing. But his hat is like it's like a giant fuzzy top hat. That's yes, the only, the only thing I know about Jamiric, why? That's the only vision I have. And what what year was that music video? Nineteen ninety seven.
1: I'm gonna guess mid more like five
3: or
0: ninety
1: five. I'm gonna see. I'm trying to get it up here.
0: What is? So going we're talking
3: twenty five years ago at least, though. Just trying to get it up. Minimum, maybe thirty years old. So your references to start this show. That's right. I should start our conversation today. Mm. Pretty on point. Pretty current. Pretty hip and quite with it. Now, you know how he actually filmed that, right? Yeah, they put, uh, the, the basically the floor stayed still, and then they moved the whole room around it. The cameras were all geared yes. to the wall.
1: That's yeah. so cool. It's awesome.
3: Especially for it's, the 90s. It, well, yeah. But, like, did you ever watch... Uh, uh, Lionel Richie dance on the ceiling? Uh,
1: yeah. What well, feeling. Oh, is that that was that? Dancing it? On the ceiling. Now, how did he do that? Same thing. They just rotated the room. It was like a big box and they spun oh, around. Right. So, okay. yeah, it was so but, this
3: wasn't but, really that. No, like, it wasn't. It, no, it wasn't that big. Of, like, that was in the 80s. And, <laughs> and like, if you watch that one, the best part about the Lionel Richie video is like, The slight moment of pause where he's waiting for the balance to shift from, like, the floor to the wall and then the wall to the ceiling. He does, like, this pause, little bounce-bounce, like, is it safe? Okay, I'm ready to go. And I just did it. It's the 80s, man. Yeah. But I'm pretty sure they use the same technology. I don't think it was that revolutionary.
1: But it it was was done well. It was the clunkiest, weirdest time, decade-wise, for technology, in my opinion. The 1980s were weird (laughs) because they were... They were trying uh, to present uh, like uh, technological no, advancements no, no, that even
3: then people no, were like, Is this really a joke? No. Go look, go back to like the Jetsons. And when did they make the Jetsons? That
1: had to have been like Probably the, 60s. the 60s. That's like a that sounds like a 60s it, plot, it,
3: yeah, yeah, but. They made real life cars that looked like the Jetsons cars and had those. T- no, they didn't. Yes, they did. What are you talking about? When they listen, they weren't driving around. They weren't flying around. But if you went to the uh, the. The world's fair or the future. What year did yeah. they build the space needle? Like this is the future of architecture. The space needle. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. Every every time anybody tries to project into the future and use the latest technology, there are perfect examples in every decade, in every era of somebody being like, Man, I'm thinking ahead. Pfft, go back to Da Vinci's sketchbook. That guy, that crackpot and some
1: of his ideas. How many how many blades did he have in his helicopter drawings? Come on! Swear every time we get into a conversation on the show, da Vinci. you always do this. <laughs> After every talk we've had, like, will you quit bringing it up? We didn't bring up Hitler. No, I won't. That's true. <laughs> now don't get started because you love bringing up Hitler. I don't know why but because it you shuts do. you down
3: because when you get stupid and ridiculous, I just have to I have to put up a mirror to show you how stupid and ridiculous you're being. And the easiest way to do it is to bring up Hiller.
1: Space Needle nineteen sixty two World's Fair. Yes. Yeah, so now
3: go back to the nineteen sixty two World's Fair okay. and tell me what some of their uh, their concept uh, cars looked like. But tell me what like dude walking through that world's fair the 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 technology they had and trying to present it
1: as if it was like it's right around the corner the batmobile dude, it's all Batmobile. it's the firebird it's Speed 3 Racer. yeah gm's firebird 3 it looks like the batmobile i'm saying so the you say the 80s were cl- every decade is clunky every no. year yes not the one we're in now really almost all consumer electronics now are about minimalism they totally are. It's literally about oh, like how oh. can I give you everything
3: in the smallest version? Have you seen the new Nissan uh car line campaign or heard it on the radio? Uh I don't listen to the radio, you know that. Seems fair. The the uh what's the gal's name? Bree Larson? Is that uh, yeah. uh the She's superhero high. gal? Yeah. I think we lost Will. Hitler. Come back, come back to us. <laughs> Um, Hitler ble- Brie Larson Brie Larson playing Hitler. It does the the campaign where she comes out and she's like, "You can make a car look like anything." Yeah, why not make a car look like a sword? And then they show a car that looks nothing like a sword. And I'm like, okay, why not make one look like a splish splash? And I'm like, doesn't look like a splish splash. Whatever it is, what's a splish but, splash? I don't know what it. I can't remember what all the things <laughs> she says is. You mean like but a she comes up with pool, these. Or? I have no idea. <laughs> But it's like why not make a car look what and they look like every other car that 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 you see. Yeah. But I don't I don't get the concept of the thing. So like even in minimalism, you still get things like
1: the Hummer truck. You're still getting things. Well, that's not minimalism. That's Hummer breathing their last breath. Please pay attention to us. The Tesla truck. Okay, I'll give you that. that the about, Cyber truck. Whatever it is. But like the Hummer
3: electric vehicle, like it's just. Yeah. Even in an era where everything is sleek and minimalistic, Nissan is still trying to make a car that looks like a sword. Looks like a razor blade. No, it doesn't. So violent. It's just, it's, so, we're still doing things that are dumb. We're going to have something that looks like a PT Cruiser in some fashion coming out again soon. Dude,
1: can I tell you, when the PT Cruiser came out, I thought it was the tits. Like, seriously. (laughs) Now, given... Eleven years old, but when that thing came out, I was like, "That, that right there, sexy." What about the what about the new Beetle? The new Beetle? I haven't actually seen the new Beetle. What's up with that? No, when
3: the new when they the Uh, new the new one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was in the same era, right? Yeah,
1: I just remember when that came out. They were like the big selling point. I thought was that like you could like put a flower in it. No girls can have a car too. (laughs) (laughs) Is your wife always complaining
3: how she doesn't have a car to get to the grocery store? That's all going to change. But yeah, like, the, but so there's there's always missteps, man. There's always somebody that's trying to make money off of something. But yes, yeah. if you're telling me that the 80s were the clunkiest, dude, look at 70s music videos. Because it was pre-MTV, where it was just like, well, I don't know what you would call it, but it was like the, uh, I guess the video equivalent of the Echo where it was just the the picture would kind of blur out and whoop, 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 whoop. and it's big guy playing guitar yeah, yeah, yeah. you know what I'm talking about mm-hmm. I don't know what that visual effect is called but the 70s plenty awkward the 60s I mean the Beatles and their
1: experimental
3: videos and stuff come on yeah
1: it yeah goes. a lot of uh, I got a list of the 25 best music videos of the 1970s I'm getting some Blondie here sure Hall & George Oates? Harrison See Hall & I don't
3: think of of 70s yeah. Yeah. I mean, it makes sense that they were there.
1: All right. Michael Jackson. Rock off the wall, Off the wall? Hell yeah, dude. Yeah. Rock with you? That would have Rock been like 79, awesome.
3: huh? Yeah, I don't disagree. But
1: again, when you hear Michael Jackson,
3: do you think of the 70s? I think of the Jackson 5 in the 70s, but I don't picture Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson? But off the wall no. would have come out in 79, 78?
1: 70, yeah, 70. or possibly 80. Well, I remember when he won then a, it wouldn't be the best of the season. Well, 70, no, I know. Well, that video was released. You know what I mean, though. The like... video
3: was released in December 1979. Yeah. Well, they do that for promotion. No, yeah. Because can... then you
1: win. Because I remember Off the Wall won like an insane amount of Grammys. And I, I seem to remember it was like 1980 or something. You seem to remember? Yeah. What year were you born? Uh, 88. Okay. And your recall
3: goes back to 1980.
1: Yeah. You're amazing. Uh, we briefly touched on it and, uh, I'm just going to tell you a, a full disclosure cause you, you were asking me to look up a bunch of stuff and I didn't because I was just looking at pictures of Brie Larson.
3: Oh yeah. See, I knew I got you distracted with that. My, my apologies.
1: I'll tell you what, man, I'd let her beat me up. <laughs> I don't think you'd have to
3: let her you'd just creep out on her and she'd punch her <laughs> right in the face and then your wife would
1: beat you up right after. I'd let Brie Larson beat me up. Okay. Boy, goodness me! Yeah, she's muscular. I, I I thought she was getting skinnier. Well, she's getting skinnier, uh, but it's like it's one of those. She's uh, like disappearing. It's one of those like the the muscles coming out now.
3: It, who is who is she now? Is she Ms. Marvel or Mrs Marvel or just Marvel
1: or what? Oh, don't get started with me, buddy. I don't know. Oh, I I don't even want to get on this. Okay, Miss Marvel, give me a break. <laughs> Give me a break.
3: All right. Uh,
1: how's your uh,
3: <laughs> how's your sports fandom for this week? How's how's your where's your excitement level? You got uh, the NBA playoffs finishing up round one, right? Yeah. Or or at least uh, moving along in round one. You've got mm-hmm. something called the NFL draft this week It's coming up. You've got uh, you've got the Kraken tied one one with the Avalanche. I mean, baseball getting into full swing. Mm-hmm. How's this week for you?
1: How's this sports week for you? I mean, the NBA playoffs have been amazing. Game oh. threes were slightly disappointing, but game ones and twos were very nice. Okay, you want to start with game threes? Uh, I mean, I'd rather key in on a team. Okay, we can do that. We can do that.
3: Uh, you know what? I'm gonna let you drive to start the NBA. What? Yeah, buddy, let's do it. Do you want to like switch it up and all host? Well, host? Wow, not want to go that far. Whoa, 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 whoa. No, but I'll give. I'll, I'll let you. I'll let you drive on the NBA because I want to hear where your brain's at because you want to key in on one team. I, I was my, uh, my thought was to key how predictable the game threes were, and I thought that <laughs> they was, were. Yeah, yeah, I know. Well, and it was
1: like disappointing.
3: Uh, I don't think they were necessarily disappointing. I'm like it's. This is exactly what we talked about last week. After the play in games where people were getting overhyped about teams winning one of the two games mm. and not actually making the playoffs, it was a lot of people going,
2: Oh man,
3: the entire dynamic of the NBA has changed. And then you're like, Oh, Steph Curry can still play basketball. Right. Yeah. Well, what? What? Will Will leads the NBA conversation to start things off. We do that next. It is The Sinner and Saint on 1080 The Fan.
0: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget.
2: The center on the same Tailgate with Luke Anderson and Will Darkins on 1080 The Fan.
3: That's right. I'm Luke Anderson. That I'm pointing at him. That's Will Darkins. Uh, we're talking about sports later in the show. Uh, I've put together a little uh, NFL draft trivia test for uh, for Will Darkins that we'll do. It's most the most comprehensive draft break- breakdown that you can find. I don't know if you heard uh, any of our friends Dari and Mel before uh, Swigard kicked him out this morning. Yeah, yeah. Mel, Mel's mad. He's mad that they've already announced that. Uh, basically, we know who the number one pick is. We practically know who the number two pick is. This guy gets it, like gets paid for just like pretending to know what's going on and then yeah. like be proven wrong at the thing. Now the insiders are like, yeah, we have like. We've
1: talked to somebody. Yeah. He's real but, mad. like, he couldn't be as bad as he was when you brought out your big board 12.0 before him. Oh, he
3: was furious. 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 Um, but we will have the most comprehensive NFL draft breakdown. We'll do that later in the show. But right now, we need to talk about the NBA playoffs. Mm. And you, sir, want to talk about one thing and one thing only. And I don't know what that is. So, uh, take it away.
1: Uh, boy, I'll tell you what, I was crap brown wrong about that Warriors <laughs> series.
3: How do you mean? You
1: thought the, I thought the they kings- would take the, I thought the Warriors would take game one and it would go tit for tat until the Warriors ultimately won it. But that's a turnaround for me.
3: Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm curious about this because both games were competitive in Sacramento and they were able to light the beam. How do you feel
1: about light the beam? I love light the beam. Now I'm just going to ask it. And we won't go off on too much of a tangent. Yeah, good one. But do you think anybody has ever, like, done something with the beam? <laughs> like, pretended like they put their butt over it or something like that? What do you I've mean? I
3: never thought, like... like you're, you're in somebody's yard in Citrus Heights, and the beam yeah. has been lit, and somebody pulls down their pants and, and goes... tries to out. get on
1: the beam. The beam! <laughs> it's putting
3: up!
2: Coming at my butt!
1: I would just imagine somebody yeah. working staff there is like, I'm going to try it. Oh. I'm going to do it. I'll do it. Who? Who bets me? Yeah. No one. I'm doing it anyway. Oh,
3: I thought you meant like the Leaning Tower of Pisa where yeah. some guy's in his yard. He's like, I'm going to do a naked handstand, but just line it up so the beam is coming like right out of my b-hole.
1: Oh, I see. For like yeah. a photo app, yeah. Yeah.
3: Like, yeah. see, that I think happens all the time. I don't think anybody dumb enough to uh, stick their uh, their butt in the beam has that kind of security clearance. I don't think you get to go up to the beam and change the lights by yourself.
1: Um, There's a supervisor. So the Warriors look old, and this is probably the first time I've ever seen this Warriors team truly look old. Now, I have watched them a little bit during the regular season, and if you've watched them at all or listened to sports media, you know one thing in particular. They're very bad on the road.
3: They stink.
1: Uh, But... What I thought was very interesting about Game 1 and Game 2 and what I expected in Game 3, which is that they would win because and they you did. kind of didn't have a choice, yeah. right? Like, you go down 0-3 and that's it, and we're talking about the end of a dynasty, um, is that in the first two games, they were able to lean on Steph Curry only so much. Because this is kind yeah. of what you saw also in the Boston series was the fact that as it came down more and more and more down to the wire when they had to get away from Boston in those critical games, they leaned more and more and more and more on Steph Curry. It definitely worked, and they were able to win the NBA title. But what you're actually starting to see now in this series, I would argue, is the fact that they're trying to lean on Steph Curry, but Draymond Green is either stomping on a dude or is too old to make much of an impact on the offensive end at all anymore. He's still a good passer. And, and listen, eh. listen, he, he can move the ball around. I don't think he's
3: the, I don't think he's the, um, The negative uh, impact player that you think he is.
1: Oh, I don't think so either. But I think the negative impact is the fact that there were, I think last night, something 70 or 71 missed threes. (laughs) Yes. Or not last night on Thursday. There were 71 missed three-pointers. Now, the argument being, oh, well, imagine if the Warriors had actually made their shots. Imagine if the Kings had made their shots. And imagine... I, I guess that's what I'm trying to say. And a lot of people are still giving life to Golden State in this series. And I would argue that, like, Golden State needs to win game four. Like, I, don't dis- if, I don't disagree yeah, with that. If they say- don't win game four, that thing is done, and I'm calling it.
3: Well, sure, but, I mean, okay, so game Game one comes down to the final shot. I mean, you know, Steph has a chance to tie it at the end. But to me, I wasn't, I wasn't so let's bury the Warriors as much as I was like, Welcome to the stage, Sacramento Kings. I mean, Darren Fox played great in the Mm. fourth quarter. Malik Monk was absolutely fearless. And I think we talked about Donovan Donovan Mitchell's stank face and how disappointed I am in that. (laughs) Malik Monk's is fantastic. He just comes out just with, like, a gnarled look where he's absolutely fearless about it. They were able to survive game one without Devonta Sabonis really playing that well. And then... uh, Now playing with Bruce Sternum. How brave is he going out there after getting the most violent stomp I've ever seen? Oh, really? No, maybe not. No, you don't.
1: Oh, you poo poo on that, do you? No, listen, those are two guys that are both like he was
3: holding on to his leg. If it's not Draymond Green, I don't think anybody else gets tossed for that. And I don't even know you do.
1: What's that? You do. Yes. He, yeah, you get tossed. You
3: Any player in the NBA? Yes. No, I think I think Dude, Draymond, that was the most Dre, deliberate spot. Now, Draymond's oh, reaction after it, screaming at the fans, does not help. No, 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 that does not help yeah, the for the suspension. suspension yeah. uh, and then his press cut does not help for the suspension, and him being Draymond Green does not f- for the suspension. But the, Devonta Sabonis is hanging on to his leg. I think if you just switch those two guys where Sabonis steps on Draymond Green, I don't think Sabonis gets thrown out of that game. If Draymond is does. holding on to his leg and you have that same stomp listen we won't know but the end of the game situations for the kings they've been they were great at home Now you have a little bit of a a runaway at the end for the Warriors in Game 3. I would be very surprised if this doesn't end up being a 2-2 series and going into it. And I don't know that I necessarily have a favorite. Does the pressure ever get to the Kings? Because it certainly didn't at home when you needed Game 1 and you need Game 2. If you're going to win the series, you have to win those. I just don't see it happening with this team where they get into a Game 7 situation and just panic. Now that could happen, but I'd love to see it. I want this series to go the length. I think it's the most entertaining series uh, so far, just because of the the, the narrative, you have a team yeah. that hasn't been in the playoff for 16 years. You have, you know, the the young uh, franchise player in De'Aaron Fox and Sabonis. And I think Malik Monk has come into his own. So it's, to me, it's just a ton of fun to watch. But the Warriors, I, I always, you know, I root against them, but I wanted them to see see them leave with their head held high. And I don't want them to just be like, the dynasty's done. It's over. The team blows up. I don't mind if they hang around and get to play the villain role a little bit more and Steph chewing on his stupid mouthpiece when he makes layups. To me, it's all fun. That series is fantastic. And I don't think it's a a criticism or a, or a death sentence if the Warriors lose this series. They're still a good team and they
1: still got some life in them. I think it turns into a question of restructuring for sure. them if they lose this series. I mean, there's some dudes on there that like... And again, I go back to the speed... Uh, uh, conversation like game one boy there was a lot of moments where dudes were halfway up the floor and there were already four guys from Sacramento down the floor and but that's what they do they're
3: the highest scoring team since 1984
1: oh I understand but you know if you're gonna have if you have to defend that Mm -hmm. You need a younger roster. Quite Should honestly, Kevon Looney, uh, 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 Andre Iguodala, and broke-ass Klay Thompson uh, aren't going to help you much on the defensive end. I no. get that Clay Thompson can still score a lot, and that's totally fine. But that goes back to, again, wh- how I started this conversation. You can only lean on Steph Curry so much yeah. until finally it's like somebody else has got to make a shot. Sure.
3: Sure. Well, and Andrew Andrew Wiggins missed, what, the last 25 games of the regular season yeah. game, and he's played well enough in the in the series to start considering his hiatus. Jordan Poole is always going to be hot and cold, up and down. Jonathan Kaminga has had nice moments in this, so they do have mm-hmm. some young pieces in there, and of course they're going to have to get a contribution from all of them, but to, to me, it's really fun, and the fact that it's driving distance to both arenas for most of their fans yeah, makes it cool. that much cool. It's like... All the things are great about this. Go seven, and I want to see it come down to the final shot. It was funny because I was talking with somebody uh, about, you know, who are you rooting for in each series. Mm. And I'll be entirely honest with you because the Blazers are out. I don't really have a rooting interest in it. I was rooting for Steph to make that shot at the end of game one because I like Steph, not because I like the Warriors. I was like, give me bonus basketball. Let's go to OT and see what happens. I want it to come down to the final shot. Whoever's losing with 40 seconds left, I want them to win the game to to win game seven is kind of the way I root for it. Because I I don't have any rooting interest in the Kings. Yes, I'd like to see a new team flip over. But as long as the Warriors progress, they're kind of must-watch TV for the NBA playoffs. They are fun to watch, even to
1: hate-watch and root against. There are certain teams in sports where... I do hate watch and I want them gone. Like, (laughs) The Warriors, Warriors. Are, yeah, well, or fine. the Clippers. I, like, see, I want the Clippers gone. See,
3: I want the Clippers and the Suns both to lose that
1: series somehow. Somehow, Chris Paul and Kevin Durant, I cannot stand. And like, just like they're playing in a stadium in a black hole forms. Yes, they're both gone. Yeah, <laughs> and like all of a sudden
3: Bugs Bunny shows up, and yeah. he's playing in their uniforms or whatever happens. Yeah. yeah, no, I would be fine if both of those teams go away. But I would much like if if the if the next round series, and I don't have it in front of me, is against the Warriors. I would root for the Warriors against both of those teams, I because as as much as really? I enjoy watching Kawhi Leonard play basketball, the fact that he's missing two games with a knee injury that nobody knew he had, it's oh, come on. Dude, Paul I George have to miss that series. Paul George can't be available for the playoffs ever. Like dude, just it's the, the whole t- and what Russell Westbrook is your most likable player.
1: I mean, dude, that was a sick play at the end of the game. Bro. Yes, it was. That was it's awesome. When awesome. well,
3: he hits the two clutch free throws, he and does, then goes, and which is hilarious. Makes then, the block and the save on yeah, but that great. like the
1: whole. I think he was like three for seventeen the whole game. Like he shot horribly, which is on on par. Yeah, it's it's totally on message for Russell Westbrook. Yes. But that whole sequence was on message, which was yes. horrible the whole game. Last two minutes. Friggin' saves them. I loved it. I loved it. I'm there for it. So, here,
3: here's my question for you if the final four in the West is Warriors, Clippers, Suns, Lakers, Ugh. who do you want? <laughs> you have to pick one.
1: Uh, right? I don't know. Lakers, maybe. I know. How
3: crazy is yeah. that? I think I'm with you. Because I, I like Michael- LeBron
1: James. <laughs> yes! That's kind of it. I hate Gavin Durant. I will not root for the Warriors. And the Clippers, I just, it's pathetic. It is. I'm sorry. They're just so unlikable. And I want to like the Clippers. Well, and it's so unlikable for the reason, like the same type of feeling reasoning that you hate the uh, uh, 76ers and the process. Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah. It was the fact that, like, the Clippers literally sold their souls to Kawhi Leonard and then they let him orchestrate everything. Because don't get it mixed up. This is the true story. Kawhi Leonard called up Paul yep. George, oh, yeah, I know. first time they've ever talked in existence, <laughs> and said, "Want to come play here?" And Paul George, being a douche, just goes, <laughs> no, "All right, okay." And they go, "We." did it we formed it out of midair even though for the past 30 years we've been irrelevant and then we couldn't do it with chris paul and blake griffin and we couldn't do it the right way we're gonna do it the wrong way right yep and now they're crapping the bed
3: and the fact that they did it on a clippers team makes it that much better it's just all the things all the things work so if koi leonard
1: called you for the first time (sighs) it was like Hey, man, uh, there's a radio drive open in Los Angeles for, like, the Clippers play-by-play. Will you come and do
3: it? Oh, yeah, did, I'd be right there. Uh, <laughs> request, who's the guy in the New Balance commercial with
1: Kawhi Leonard? Oh, I don't know. Is just some random white guy? Uh, yeah, I mean, is it? I, why not? I don't know. You can't I, have two famous guys. Because then they'll talk about the other famous guy over Kawhi Leonard. I just don't know who that. Like, but like, but, even if you got somebody, but like, doesn't he
3: stand there like he like he's somebody, right? And they yeah. show him Duncan, and they're like, right, right. Hey. But see, that's the thing. We got what is it? We got now. Yeah, right. there right, right. you know, you've never. But had they're any- being
1: very smart about it because no one's going to recognize Kawhi Leonard <laughs> if you even put like somebody slightly famous next to him. Yeah, you know I mean, like if you put yeah. if you put Kelsey Grammer in that ad for whatever reason, the story would be. Oh, that's Kelsey Grammer's doing New Balance.
3: Why is Why is uh, Melissa
1: McCarthy dunking on Kawhi Leonard? <laughs> I don't know. I love that commercial with she's that She's great. She's yeah. great. Have you she's seen great. all the things that she's done? Did you see that Melissa McCarthy ad with that basketball player in it? Dude, <laughs> yeah, have seen. you seen that new New Balance ad with David Hyde Pierce? And then <laughs> there's great. some
3: guy. I think he's on the
1: Clippers or something. Yeah.
3: Uh, he doesn't play though. Yeah, he's always hurt. Uh, all right, let's look at the rest of the NBA playoffs. Uh, we've got a game starting here in just a little bit. Hell yeah. But no Joel Embiid. No. Yeah, it's a little disappointing. But we'll talk about the rest of the NBA playoffs. We do it after this Sports Center update.
2: The Sinner and the Same Tailgate with Luke Anderson and Will Darkens on 1080 The Fan. Tried to use uh, Chat GPT to help our show.
1: Nice. It stinks. Uh, made it worse.
3: Well, no, I mean I don't know that's making the show worse. I'm not sure <laughs> that's possible. But no, I was trying. I was working on a bit for the next uh, next hour so we got the NFL draft coming up, and you, are draft expert, I wanted to quiz you, and I was going to use Chat GPT to help, and it was uh, no help at all. So I will I will share more information about that. But right now were mired in the NBA playoffs, because that's what's going on, man. That's what's happening today. Uh, Four games today. uh, Here in uh, just a few minutes, uh, we're going to have the start of the 76ers uh, and the Brooklyn Nets. Mm. This uh, may be the most lopsided series so far that we've seen, especially with uh, Atlanta getting a win over Boston. Oh, really? Uh, What's that? I already said the Nuggets was. Yeah, I mean, like I said, maybe. I didn't say necessarily. Oh. I mean, the the Timberwolves tried in game two. They got close.
1: <laughs> it's true. They did try.
3: They did try. I uh, think they did. I mean, who knows? Uh, Possibly they didn't. Yeah. But what I was going to suggest, too, though, uh, this game may be more interesting because you're playing without your MVP candidate, Joel Embiid. He is out. Um, so... How do you feel about leaning on James Harden to close out a uh, playoff series?
1: Well, I do love how you formed that question because <laughs> there's really only one answer. And if I say the opposite, I'm going to have to probably give you some data to prove otherwise. be clubbing. I don't think weeby, it's there. be clubbing. I think, uh, you know, look, uh, you know, <laughs> odds are for you, right? I think we all know the, the dire statistic. Down 3-0. Never's yeah. happened. Yeah. So I, I think if you're in the 76ers shoes right now, you basically say, like, look, James, lay off the clubs, please. Uh, get yeah. us this, this win is... so we can get rest.
3: Either that. It's a Saturday 1 o'clock Eastern game, though. I mean, on a Friday night, you expect that dude to stay in? <laughs> Come on.
1: Like, either that or there is kind of a weird. are in Brooklyn. There's a weird paradox a Party going here. on. here. Which is you could literally lose games and not put out your best players to give Joel Embiid rest to then head on, head into the second round. Because quite honestly, you only have to win one more yeah, out but, of four more tries.
3: I, I see I, now I, I kind of agree with that, but I think that's why you need Philadelphia to put out their, their max effort to try to win this game. Yeah. I don't think I don't think you rest on purpose, but for for exactly the reason you said it, is you want your, your superstar to get as much rest as you can. We'll see what happens. I mean, obviously the Nets are gonna uh, you know, not go quietly if they if they have a choice. But you'd like to see the seventy sixers uh go out and take that on. Uh, game two today, twelve thirty local time on TNT is your son's clippers. No Kawhi Leonard again, it sounds yeah. like it's, it's almost just, like he's not worth it anymore. Like what's <laughs> what are these guys do like how how injured would you have to be to miss playoff games? And here yeah. you have Like, I guess playoff P is, uh, you know, I assume he's in the hospital dying. That's why he's not there. No, he's on the sidelines. Oh, was he? (laughs) Yeah. Oh, I didn't see that. Kawhi Leonard, I mean, he might lose his leg, right, if he plays. (laughs) Jeez. Uh,
2: Yeah, Am
1: I wrong when I say that Russell Westbrook is the most likable guy on that team? Well, you know, I think what's interesting about this is that you make a good point with Kawhi Leonard of like, you know, how hurt do you really have to be to miss a playoff game? Now, I would have argued um, to your point, maybe a couple of years ago, because Kawhi Leonard, quite honestly, is famous for two things, bringing uh, a title to Toronto and basically uh, being the spearhead for load management. Yeah, Uh, And it's not so much that he did load management the most, it's that he was the first one to literally go, you know what? I don't, quote unquote, trust these (laughs) trainers in San San Antonio. I'm just going to sit the season out. Yeah. And the reason at the end of the well, day, that that, which we all is he, figured he's, out, he's an
3: M, he wins an MVP in the finals for the or finals MVP for San Antonio
1: and then sits out on that team. Yes. That made but him a star. the reason being was that he was reading the tea leaves. <laughs> yeah. This is what was so crazy about Kawhi Leonard and what makes him so unlikable is the fact that he read the tea leaves of that team and understood, I'm not going to get anything out of this. I just played that Warriors series and I got hurt, if we all remember the guy. I forget who it was. Maybe it was Festus Azili who rolled into his ankle. I played that thing, and we were kind of in it, and then I was out, and we got destroyed. Yep. there's. I'm not going to win anything with this team. I'm coming up on a contract year. I'm just going to sit out. It's just so... And that's what he did. And he goes, I'm going to save one year of my career so I can go somewhere and win. He thought it'd be the Lakers. San Antonio decided to send him to the uh, uh, Raptors. Yep. And Leonard just basically said, like, well, look, I can't sit out two years. I guess I'll go win a title. (laughs) I guess. But now I think genuinely he's probably hurt. I don't know why he would be sitting out these games. I mean, when he's been in the game against Phoenix. It's been great. Yeah, he's been incredible. They look pretty even. Yeah. Well, he looks like the best player on the floor.
3: Yes. And you have have Kevin Durant on the other side. I mean, that was the thing. I mean, people were genuinely talking about him being the best player in the NBA after he helped – Toronto win the title. Yeah, and he's just he's just mysterious. Like whatever. Like I can't figure this guy out at all. So that's your game two. Watch it if you must, but uh, I would highly recommend against it. Um, the other series that's interesting. Uh, Giannis listed as doubtful in the Bucks Heat game. Yeah. Uh, that's four thirty on ESPN.
1: Yeah, that I don't know. You got to ride that one out. Well, they
3: won game two without him.
1: They did, but. Uh, you know you're up against Spolstra, Jimmy Butler, and a very veteran cast of uh, players in Miami, where they're going to make adjustments. How they're many minutes do out... Haslam get? <laughs> Haslam, that's good. Uh, no, I mean you're up against some dudes that like Bam Adebayo and Jimmy Butler, and you know they are without Tyler Hero, though he is yeah. a little bit younger. But you also have Spolstra, who's going to be game planning against this. There is always that weird factor of when your best player is out, you have to then game plan even more around a team because. You don't know what the hell to expect, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. What, what's Satacupo. The, the game plan is Giannis. Yeah, you until, know what to expect. Until he's gone, now what's the game right. plan? Right, so you would expect that the Heat are going to make some adjustments and probably win this game. But, um, you know, if you're the Bucks, you just got to ride this out, man. You got to lean on Chris Middleton and try to get this series out and try to give Giannis as much rest as possible because, I mean, we all know without him, they're screwed. Yeah,
3: yeah. Uh, your nightcap. Your- Love it. Nike. I love
1: this series. Do you want to talk about this? Do you want to save this for Hour 2? Sure. Yeah. I love I I love what the Lakers are doing. Yeah. I love it. I, I don't like the Lakers inherently.
3: But, but the Grizzlies but are working on becoming unlikable. Yes. With every step that they take. Yes. All right, we will save that game for Hour 2. We'll get back to that. Because uh, right now, we have to get to something we call good versus evil. That's next on 1080 The Fan and the Odyssey app.
2: Have you been too busy to keep up on sports this week? What has happened to the, What has happened? What has happened to the national interest? No time to form your own opinions? I stand before you here today in the midst of gnarly times. Well, no worries, bro. <laughs> Let the center and the Saints shred the gnar while you just sit back and ride the wave. It's time for Good versus Evil. Brought to you by the titan of Hawaiian restaurants. 808 on 1080 The Fan. Get ready for really bad sports takes. Well, well, the league's got a
0: relationship
2: with gambling that's different than players playing a game and betting games that is a different
3: relationship by the way there's been gambling in europe for years
0: players can't gamble in europe
1: there's colin four lions players including the 2022 first round pick jameson williams were among five players league-wide to be suspended for violating the nfl's gambling policy after an investigation by the league Players could reinstate after one year, although the Lions announced that two of theirs have been released. NFL noted that in its announcement that it uncovered no en- evidence indicating that any inside information was used to alter a game. Why do NFL players and sports players keep doing this?
3: They're competitive. <laughs> Got gotta get in there. Gotta get a feel. Gotta get some juice on it. Um, uh, people are dumb. They just you know they they think they uh, they think they have. Uh, a clever way to get around it. I won't get caught and, and do it. I mean, people do stupid things all the time. This is among them. Football's paying your salary, and it's a pretty nice salary. If you can stay away from being suspended, you will make more money. But it's just, I think it's just general human nature. People are stupid, gambling is alluring. And that's about it. I don't, I've always I don't been think such a Jalen fan. I've
2: always been such a Jalen fan, predicting the day they drafted him in Philadelphia that he would change their life, change their culture. But I've always been such a fan of it. it a little hard for me last year when my Cowboys played Jalen's Eagles made it a little harder for me to root against the Eagles because of Jalen.
1: There's the melting bowl of talking ice cream. Skip Bayless. Philadelphia Eagles just signed quarterback Jalen Hurts to a five-year extension. He'll get two hundred twenty-five, excuse me, two hundred fifty-five million dollars, one hundred seventy-nine point three of which is fully guaranteed. Two-part question: Are the Eagles smart to do this? And what does this mean for Lamar Jackson?
3: Uh, The Lamar Jackson thing, I have no idea what it means for him. I mean, we talk about Kawhi Leonard not being available for the playoffs. Uh, At least he played two games. I mean, we have not seen Lamar Jackson play in the playoffs in in the last two years, even though he's helped get the team there. To me, I think that is the biggest stressor uh, for, for him. Jalen Hurts got hurt at the end of the season. And was back for the playoffs. And what did they what did they do uh, when he came back? Oh, they went to the Super Bowl. Right, yeah. yeah, so that makes a big difference. Uh, so having that shoulder injury and going out there. Are they smart for doing it? Time will tell. Um, but I think uh, that there, this is one of those instances where I feel like there's plenty left in the tank. If you're Philadelphia, you feel like there's plenty more of what you've seen from Jalen Hurts coming up. And you're rewarding him for what he did. The guy is young enough. He got you to a Super Bowl. It's like the money that the Baltimore Ravens gave to a guy named Joe Flacco. Mm. A lot of people think that was a dumb contract. A lot of times in sports we see it. You reward a guy for what he did, not what he's going to do. And uh, I think this is a situation where you get the best of both worlds for the Eagles. Uh, if
2: you want a number, and I love this, you got to earn it. How can you ask the number one and you ain't the one? That, and second of all, ain't nobody going to worry for them as quarterback. I don't care if it's my son, I don't care who it is. Who else the starting quarterback is, nobody's winning. <laughs> that that not happen. No way. It's not going to happen here. Uh, we only have eight single digits because two is gone, and I give out one. So there's only eight left. You're not wearing zero. That would never happen because that means you're nothing. So that's I don't understand who wants a zero. I don't understand if you want to be a nothing. I don't, I don't get that.
1: That's Deion Sanders literally wasting a meeting by explaining jersey numbers. There was some potential college football coach beef this week between Sanders at Colorado and Matt Hurl at Nebraska. Primetime has been crowing about all of the players he's been bringing in through the transfer portal, 42 and counting, by the way. Rule pointedly said to this uh, this week, quote, I hear other schools talking about how they can't wait for the transfer portal. I can't wait to coach my guys, unquote. How likely is it that Coach Prime even knows who Matt Rule is?
3: Oh, I think he's aware of Matt Rule. I think that Coach Prime is a lot more aware uh, than people will give him credit for and think that he's just all flash and, and no substance. He That's is, me. Yeah, yeah.
1: Listen, I, think I think I think he's going to flame out there, quite honestly. Do you? I do. Oh, because I, I've, I've seen think- this script play out before. Yeah and it's it doesn't end well i wonder what his goal is does he want
3: to you know put himself in a position where he's you know, coaching at uh, one of the big SEC schools, so if you want to get into coaching in the NFL, that's what what I really don't know. But what I do know in college football, the best players win, and the best players will want to go and play for Dion. Um, it, it's a matter of whether or not he can keep a coaching staff around him uh, and have guys that are going to support him winning. But I'm guessing very much so that Dion does not like to lose. The part of that clip that I do like where he tells those guys, "Where there's not enough room for all of you in this room to be on this team because some of you are just flat out not good enough." So come out and be better. That part to me is fine.
1: Steve Sarkeesian, folks. Hey, just keep that in
3: mind. Wait, he's gonna—he has a drinking and pill problem. Okay. Talent does not equal wins. Talent, talent does equal wins. It doesn't equal championships, but talent makes you better. Having better talent makes you better at football.
1: And sometimes you lose to Tulane in Utah.
3: Wow, that's—I uh, believe that's. Uh, not uh, Sarkeesian. That's the new guy. That's right, right. Lincoln Riley,
1: but the same school, right? Sure. Yeah. Right. I'm with i you. was just trying to. i up figure putting, it out. Listen, like, doesn't win every game. Or yeah. like that big booped coach they had at Oregon who left for Miami. What was that guy? That, I, I forget that name at
3: uh, Oregon with the with the breasts, the large yeah, breasts, the, uh, the ones
1: yeah, that we'll we can say these it. things now because he's not Restable. here. All right, time for my favorite story of the week. This one comes from the world of sex. Ooh, sex stories. Got yeah. your attention. You need a
3: different music bed for sex stories with Will Darkens.
1: Uh, uh, okay, here's your research. You ready for it? Yes. I'm Scientists put this together. I you love know it's science. Good. I, I've always loved science. New research shows sexual arousal leads to a greater willingness to get intimate with robots.
3: Well, duh. If you're turned on by a robot, you're more likely to get it on with a robot. Everybody knows that.
1: Despite the advent of machines whose bodies and behaviors are designed to elicit sexual arousal and the potential impact of such machines on our sexual decision-making process, researchers have yet to examine whether sexual arousal may influence our willingness to engage erotically with other partners that are artificial. Oh.
3: Okay. Yeah, I dig it. That science checks out. Horny people more likely to get it on with robots
1: yeah i guess
3: yeah duh that's
1: (laughs) what's new about that See what do you mean like like it's just like like they'll they'll get it on with anything yeah it's just they get so worked up to a certain point you show them a toaster and they're like let's do it
3: well what i was gonna say is like let's let's take something else it's like who's more likely to get it on with a tree (laughs) horny people or not so horny people I mean, yeah, when you frame it like uh, that. Well, that's what you're doing. <laughs> well, that guy's doing the couch. Weird thing was. Not even aroused. <laughs> like, yeah, he was. <laughs> what do you mean? Let's get let's get these guys super
1: aroused and then just put them in a petting zoo. Uh, to explore people's willingness to engage in intimate relationship with the robot and how this is found, researchers utilized a convenience sample of 321 adult participants uh, recruited through the internet and word of mouth. <laughs>
0: word of mouth?
1: <laughs> That's pretty great. Oh, you know he needs to study, <laughs> Jeff. All participants needed to be fluent in English and have watched pornography before. Oh, boy. Participants completed two a, a two-part 60-minute survey online. The first part of the survey, participants filled out measures on demographics and willingness to engage in uh uh, intimacy with both people and robots one week after participants were asked to complete part two where they viewed a 10 minute long video of people engaging in sexual activity and then completed another test saying how willing are they to have sex with people and robots (laughs) okay yeah
3: i don't know So, like you watch it and then you're like
1: i don't care what it is just I, i gotta get it on yeah How much you got to get it on? If I show you this food processor, what are you
3: feeling? (laughs) Now that I can take a look at the new uh, Ninja (laughs) 2-in-1 air fryer and pressure cooker. They just put on, like, the home shopping network, like, electronics version.
1: Just say, like... Here's a new Bluetooth speaker from Bose. How's this making you feel? (laughs) Well, I'm I'm still (laughs) horny, but I I guess... Okay, that's it. Yeah. I got my info. (laughs)
3: Make you more or less horny than you were before. <laughs> well, good survey. You know, yeah. Thanks for uh, the story. forming
1: that forming that question as you did put quite a massive hole in it. Yeah, I did. I, I kicked a hole in that one. Yeah. More likely. Yeah. 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 Cause yeah. I guess, yeah, technically,
3: yeah. That. Yeah. All right. Well, good science. Thanks. Thanks, Will. Uh, that is your good versus evil. It's brought to you by our friends at 808 Hawaiian Restaurant. Uh hey, do you want Hawaiian food? Do you want Hawaiian food that's delicious? Do you like Hawaiian food? 808 Hawaiian Restaurant. uh, Woodstock and Burnside. Order right online, and then it's ready for pickup when you get there. ATE-OH-ATE.com is a website. 808 Hawaiian Restaurant. It's good. You should eat it. Uh, Hour two. We've got some NFL draft questions for Will, the insider, the expert. Who would he take? I've got the scenarios for you, and then uh, and then we need to get in more back, more back, more into the word. Sure, NBA playoffs. Back into the NBA playoffs. We do that next hour two of the Center and the Saint on 1080 The Fan.
0: You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit hyundaiusa.com for more details. Hyundai.